listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. All right, everybody, welcome to Earth Oddity Podcast. Apparently, I, my microphone was not working last week, so Hopefully, apologies. it sounds a little better this week. That's right. I'm John, this is Tiny. Hello. And this is a better audio quality podcast this week. We took an extra two days to make sure. Right, we had to check everything. (laughs) Tiny's been troubleshooting all of our equipment. And uh, I know you had your earbuds in earlier checking stuff. Probably smart. I feel like I plugged something in wrong is probably what it was. I'm honestly not 100% sure what happened. The only thing I can think may have been typically my mic is in four and yours is in one. Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe we switched it up yeah, last yeah. weekend. I think I just I really nearly plugged it in. Like I, I, you know, I wasn't <laughs> even thinking. I was trying to think back. So, um, for those of you who did listen, God bless you. Sure. <laughs> and for those of you who didn't, I completely understand. Yeah, but right. We'll do better this week. Maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. We'll- We'll disappoint you in other ways. Sort of like my love life. You know, it's like a new time, a new thing every time. How was your week? Um, pretty good. Pretty good. Nothing eventful happened. Now, Thomas turned 17 tomorrow. Wow. 17 years old. You used to keep him in Sunday school. I, I did. Before was, me and Tara were married, yeah. we were engaged at the time. Man, well, he was itty bitty. And he was, in, he was in toddler Sunday school. That's right. Oh, he was such a cute little kid. He's turned into this like hairy monster now. <laughs> I will say he was by far the most behaved kid right. that we ever had. I don't pull no punches with my kids. I will slap them around. <laughs> uh, you don't embarrass me in the house of the Lord. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah, he was. He's always been a good. He's he he's a rule follower. He mm-hmm. likes rules, and it bothers him when other people aren't <laughs> following the rule. He's gotten better as he's grown up. Which I'm guessing is opposite your other son. Yeah, Hudson is <laughs> very much like, I will break the rules just because there is a rule. Right. But Hudson, much like me, is like, I'm not a bad person. I just don't know how to stop myself from doing the things that I do. Like, I don't have <laughs> whatever it takes to do that. Well, with, I mean, look, let's be honest. There's a lot of arbitrary rules out there. Sure. Right. And sometimes there's rules that seem arbitrary. But we don't really know why they're there. Sure. Until we break them and find out. <laughs> right. So But all of my kids do a good job when they when we finally nailed them down on whatever line they've crossed at accepting their punishment. Or mm-hmm. they're like, Okay, you got me. And Hudson's like that, Libby's like that, and Thomas is like that. But Thomas by far is the one I worry about breaking rules the least. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, so he turned 17 tomorrow. It's big, I guess. We're not even having a party, really, because he's got band camp <laughs> like a nerd. <laughs> so I don't know when we'll actually celebrate his birthday. Speaking of rules, check this out. Yesterday, we were going to... Re- this is Tuesday. Sure. For those of you who are listening to this. That's right. We typically record on Sunday, but I worked over this past weekend, so we couldn't Johnny's do Sunday. had to pay for a Steam Deck. <laughs> <laughs> and... Also, I've got a 15-year anniversary coming up Thursday. Sure. Do you have big plans for that? Not to cut off your story. No. No. (laughs) We are. Well, here's the deal. I know one thing will be going down. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It'll be going down. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Maybe not Thursday. We may may save that for the weekend. We do have a $50 gift card that our neighbor gave us for cutting cutting their grass. Okay. 
and to Texas Roadhouse. Beautiful. <laughs> that might be our anniversary dinner. That's beautiful. <laughs> now, I would just say, remember, the gift card's not going to cover your tip. You know, <laughs> right. like a lot of people swap that gift card, walk right on out there. Like, I got a free dinner. Well, it's so. 20% of whatever yeah. your bill was minus the $50, right? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the way that works? <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, it is if you want everyone to hate you right. in the restaurant. Well, we probably won't be back for another year yeah, or so. Right. Until you, until you <laughs> cut we'll Richard's grass. We'll have a whole new staff by the time we go back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, back to your story. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, yes. Back to my story. And then we, we didn't record yesterday because Tara's cousins were in town. Yeah. And we all went to Pyro's because kids okay. get a free pizza on Monday nights. Ah. I didn't and, know that. Yeah. So that's where we were. We went to Pyro's, which for those of... Who've never been there? It's like a thin crust pizza that you put your own toppings on, kind of like Subway, but it's I've with never a, been with, there. with a pizza. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sitting at a table, and it's me, and it's my two sons, and it's their youngest son named Nathaniel. He's seven years old. Okay. Strong I, name. Yeah, and I look at him and I say, "Hey, Nathaniel. Uh, so, what are you into? Have you ever seen you, ever, you like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Because I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I thought maybe I can connect with a seven year old uh, yes. on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Sure." Right. And he looks straight at me and he says, no, I'm not allowed to watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because my mom thinks it's too real. (laughs) (laughs) And my 12-year-old looks back at him and says, are you serious? What is wrong with your family? (laughs) (laughs) Did you remind Eli they're his family, too? You're like, look, man, you're the one that's kin to them. I'm not. (laughs) I did not. (laughs) I just sat there and tried not to laugh. Sure. And I said, well, what about Minecraft? Does your mom let you play Minecraft? He's like, oh, yeah, I can play Minecraft. Okay. Yeah. That's good. So <laughs> you might be like, the creepers are devil worshipers. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. He said, I'm not allowed to watch it. My mom says it's too real. Wow. That's, uh, I don't know, maybe your mom was attacked by a turtle at some point in time. <laughs> yeah, maybe. She's got some past trauma she's trying I to get over. I will say, that first live-action TMNT mm-hmm. that they made in, what, 93? You know, that it was PG-13. It had, like, cuss words in it and stuff. Oh, well. So maybe that's what he was talking about. But, sure. I mean, there's games, there's cartoons. You don't have to watch the, the, the PG-13 turtles to get into the turtles, but whatever. Well, once you crack the turtle door open, I feel like... <laughs> it's a slippery slope. Yeah, it's a slippery slope. I've never really gotten down, went down the Mutant Ninja Turtle thing. I remember it because it was around. Right. But like you say, it's You're a little movie, bit older than me. Yeah. So I was a kid when it was when Turtle Mania sure. was all the rage. Yeah, you were a little like, bit past that. If that movie came out in 92 or 93, I was like in 10th grade. I already mm-hmm. had driver's license. Yeah. You know, I wasn't worried about turtles. I was worried about other things. <laughs> right. so, uh One of the things I was thinking about when I was walking across over here is that we've been doing this podcast for three years. Is that right? We are in year number five. We're year number five. <laughs> yes. Well, for real? Year number five. I guess that's right. We've been in this house for about three years. So, yeah. All we right. started January of 2018. Golly. was episode one. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I think in that time, I've on, I've worn the same like five T-shirts every time we've recorded. <laughs> you know? That's a guy thing. I know. <laughs> I, know. I bought my, the newest T-shirt that I have. 
is a Cobra Kai t-shirt okay. that I bought, I think, two years ago. Sure. <laughs> That's like the newest t-shirt I have. Dieter brought me home a t-shirt the other day, so I'll mix it into the rotation. You'll have a new one <laughs> yes. coming up. It's dirty, though. I was excited. I wore it this weekend. Also, half of my t-shirts, they all say be of good rich. Sure. They're t-shirts I've just been gi- given over the shirts. years working at the plant. So. A work shirt is what Dieter and I, well, really, Dieter likes to call lingerie. <laughs> that's what she sleeps in. Yeah. Like, you know, it's going to be a special night when she comes out <laughs> with that Nurses Week 2008 T-shirt from DCH that she got. You're like, oh, you're looking good tonight, yeah. babe. Yeah. Um. Well, let's talk about news. Yeah, how about odd news? What you got this week? Okay, I got, Um. we got a guy who's afraid of his wife. That's not an uncommon <laughs> thing. Uh. Going to talk about wild monkeys, and we're going to talk about prison shenanigans. Okay. Well, I have a story about sugar used medicinally. Okay. I have a story about Skittles, but I was going to start with this one. A 53-year-old man in the U.S. sets record. What do you think he set a record for? I mean, records are set all the time for all kinds of stuff. But if you wanted to be known for something, just take a shot in the dark. Most free throws made consecutively. No, this is pushing a peanut up a mountain with his nose. Okay. (laughs) All right. I feel like at this point, you just really, really want to get in the Guinness Book World Records some way. Who? uh, I think. Stephen Hagler put this in our Facebook group, this story. So shout, shout out to out. him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it says here, a man from the United States recently broke a strained record by pushing a peanut up a mountain using his nose. 53-year-old Bob Salem from Colorado also made history by becoming the first person in the 21st century to push a peanut up Pike's Peak with a contraption taped to his nose. Oh. Is that cheating? I don't count that's cheating. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's European rules. Yeah. I only respect American peanut pushing up a mountain. Yeah, sorry, Pledge. You don't make yeah. a cut. <laughs> what does he think? <laughs> a video shared on Facebook by the city of Manitowoc Springs government showed a part of Mr. Salem's efforts that started on July 9th. He took almost seven days to complete his task. A ceremonial finish took place on July 15th, and he was greeted by cheers, a letter from the city of Mantua Springs, and a letter from Mayor John Southers with the city of Colorado Springs. It's funny that there was a letter. Yeah. It was all these letters, like no one could be bothered to actually be up there waiting on him. Right. <laughs> but there were these letters that could open. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, we, don't, we, can't got, we got other things to do. <laughs> Speaking about his history-making feat, Mr. Salem said, quote, there is no city like Manitowoc Springs. I am excited to be the one to bring around this bit of history to celebrate Manitowoc Springs' 150th celebration. I hope everyone takes the time to visit and indulge in the rich history the Pikes Peak area represents. You won't want to leave. Hmm. Uh, the video has been viewed over 9,000 times. Wow. wow. I mean, we're talking about going viral. Nine thousand. That's like Earth Oddity <laughs> Mennonite story yeah. views right there. Well, you know, he said there's no city like Mantawak Springs, mm-hmm. and I know what I think of the great classical cities: Paris, <laughs> yeah, yes, you know, uh, Vienna, yeah, and uh, Mantawak Springs. How is would right you like? I was about to say, how would you like it if, if your city, what it's known for, is this dude, dude pushing a peanut up a mountain? Well, tiny, our hometown is known for syrup and mm-hmm. 
and being frog level. And I, I think that's it. So yeah, we're t- kind of in the same boat with it. <laughs> well, a little bit. But now Tuscaloosa is known for 17 national sure. championships, right. baby. <laughs> right. Which is more important than anything. <laughs> yes. uh, you know, when we're getting down to it, football counts more than anything else in this country. Right. Yes. So you can have your little peanut pushing dude <laughs> sure. in the city of Manitowoc if you right. want. When's the last time Colorado won a national championship? Early 90s, I think, <laughs> when they had five downs in that game. Yeah. When uh, was, was it Cordell Stewart or whatever? Yeah, they, they yeah. pushed the football across the field yeah. goal line with their nose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're way better than Colorado. Uh, anyway, here's what blows me away. According to Nine News, the previous record, which means somebody else did this asinine thing. (laughs) A man had pushed a peanut up Pikes Peak with his nose 93 years ago. Uh, Since then, the challenge has been tackled a few times, but never in the 21st century. I guess the 21st century, we got the internet. Sure. There's a lot better things to do. Yeah. Well, like that's got to be tough on your back, right? You would think so. Yeah. I, I want to do it on like Kilimanjaro, you know, like <laughs> uh, let's do it on a real mountain. Right. Not that Pike Peak's not a real mountain, but yeah. What about carrying an egg up a mountain and like not dropping it, like oh. not breaking it? Does nice. that, is that a record? I don't know. But I was also thinking I could probably, I think I have the anatomy for this, mm-hmm. keep a peanut clenched in my butt cheeks. <laughs> Because I have a very, very small butt. You know, like they're pretty much constantly clenched as I walk up a mountain. Huh. I think I might could do that. I would like to see the Guinness world record guy have to inspect me <laughs> to make sure it's still there. <laughs> yeah. Like I would just bother you halfway up. I'm like, oh man, I think it dropped out. You gotta look at my butt now. Every hundred steps. Prayers for that dude. <laughs> Dude, man, you got to document this. This is a big moment. <laughs> Can we not come up with some kind of device like a GoPro that like hangs off your belt? Sure. And videos your butt. Yeah, I'm sure that exists somewhere. <laughs> we could do that. Um, speaking of GoPros, have you ever watched the show Alone? No, but I have been told it's many great. times that it's great. There's one season on Netflix now. Okay. Um, which we started watching. I've watched a few episodes here or there. What's up with Netflix only putting one season of shows up? I've, I've noticed that. My, with like, tur- Me and my boys, we like to watch Turtles, but they've only got that first season up. So, <laughs> I, I was thinking maybe they go and go, let's buy one season. Put see it how on, it does. See how it does, and right. then we may get more. I mm-hmm. guess that's how it works. I don't know. Or maybe like the people who own alone are like, we only want to sell you one season, and then the we rest want them to come, still, to come to our streaming service yeah, to watch right. the rest. Yeah, or else we want them on history.com yeah. or whatever. So, which they also say that Netflix has been struggling here lately. Oh yeah, yeah. We're supposed to be getting advertisements. Have you seen that? No, I don't know if that's the case. But huh. what was it here a few months back? Their stock price, which now look, all stocks are down right now sure but there's really took a nose time it's half of what it was and well like uh the hulu that we have which my parents own i pulled pulled a tiny and got their login (laughs) high five sure it has ads it's not too annoying other than it's always the same commercials every Mm -hmm. time but that's the only thing that's annoying about it is blake and his kid right (laughs) getting bit by a rattle uh copper his copper moccasin (laughs) (laughs) Uh, got a lot of the Prime Day 
advertisements yeah. on it. But like my kids think it's the worst thing in the world because they didn't grow up in a world where commercials oh, exist. That's right. They grew up in the on demand yeah, era. They're not built for yeah. commercials. <laughs> it's like too much for them. They don't have a skip button. So that's wild. Because I remember thinking that like when we were growing up, I believe it was the average ad break was three minutes. Yeah. Which probably. was six commercials. Yeah. Or, all 30 seconds a piece. But when you have an ad break on who, which Hulu's always had ads, even if you get the the premium, the premium I, think you still, I think you still get ads hmm. on there. Okay, I'm not sure. I could be wrong on that. Yeah, I don't either. I but don't know. I do know Hulu has always had ads, but it's usually like three commercials, yeah. which seems like nothing. It's nothing. Yeah, it's like you know maybe a minute of your time, which is weird how you, we perceive time you, you know? barely have enough time to make it to the kitchen and refill right. your yeah. glass of tea and get yeah, back. Go, go to the bathroom but but anyways, when, when we were kids you, that's when you go pop a bag of popcorn it's the commercial break. yeah right <laughs> uh anyways so on this alone show they're surviving by themselves in the woods or whatever but they have all these GoPro cameras they got to carry around. Mm-hmm. Like handheld one, one they wear on them. They got ones they strap on trees or whatever. Because they weren't going to pay a bunch of yeah. interns to stand around sure. filming them. Well, they're supposed to be alone. I think they probably, <laughs> yeah. my theory is that they probably come out, you know, every couple of days and give them new batteries, like drop them off new batteries or whatever. For yeah, so it seems like somebody told me they would get, like a medical professional would check them out and make sure they were still good to go. Okay. Like every week or so. Ah, I can handle that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, my thing is like all these guys are walking around and they're setting up all these like really great shots mm-hmm. and stuff. And I was like, if Impressive. I was, yeah, <laughs> I was like, if I was doing this, I would have no regard for the cameras at all. You know, I could just be putting my stuff, laying it down. It'd be pointing at a rock while I'm trying to build a wall or for, you know, to protect my fire from wind or something. It was like and, bobbing around. Yeah. <laughs> Every bit of footage I turn in, they're like, well, we can't use any of this. They probably put them through like a week long class you think so? I before they do it. A lot of them on the one that's on Netflix now, when I, because I, the other ones I've just called episodes. Right. Of, uh, at the interest of it, they're all talking about their self and they're all like, yeah, I do online content. And I figure they're like those bushcraft yeah, people. Yeah. They're like, let me show you how to weave a fishing basket. And so they probably have, have a knowledge mm-hmm. of, I need to make this shot look good. I need to have a really, I need this peak of this mountain right behind me while I walk off into the woods. I would do none of that. What was that first show that kind of started the whole survival craze? Uh, Wasn't it a show called Survivor Man? Yeah, with, uh, what was that guy's name? Uh, If Mud Hut was here, he could tell me. It was like his idol. Well, now, come Correct me if I'm wrong. It wasn't Bear Grylls, was it? No, it wasn't Bear Grylls. I was about to say, because he got a lot of, of, what am I trying to say, like, he come out with another show, and that was big too. Yeah, and that kind of like production wise took it to the next level. But sure. if I remember correctly, Survivor Man was a dude with a camcorder, cam, right? And he would just go out in the woods. His name was like Lee or Les. Somebody out there's punching the air right now because they <laughs> right. know his name. But yeah, Mud Hut loved him. He was like his idol. That's who he <laughs> wanted to be. Yeah, Mud Hut lived for like a year in a cabin in North Carolina with no power, no water. Yeah, mm-hmm. him and his girlfriend and another guy. Whose girlfriend ended up cheating on him with? <laughs> That's what I'd say. It's impressive that he got a girl to live in a cabin yeah. with him with well, no power for uh, a year. Uh, Andrew, the Rogers boys are good looking men. You mm-hmm. know, and like it, they don't have problems getting women if they want. Now we're all, well, not Third Eagle's still good looking. Like right. I'd go on a date with him tomorrow if he had just <laughs> asked me out. 
But like Mud Hut's getting a little old, getting a little yeah. gray beard and losing some hair. But back in the day, he had it going on too. He was like a taller, darker version of the third eagle. Even though he's the younger brother. Yes, right. <laughs> and he found him some little hippie girl, and they they light candles at night in their cabin and paint with their toes and all this like <laughs> crazy stuff. <laughs> and then she broke his heart. I got to get him on. We we tried to work it out last week where I could go record him. I couldn't happen. get him. Yeah, too much is going on. Mm. Well, let's let's talk about my news story. Let's do it. Wild monkey steal an infant and throw the child off the roof in a tragic attack. My gosh. Well, what you don't know is that these monkeys are Islamic and this child was born gay. <laughs> and so. <laughs> canceled. Her identity is canceled. <laughs> it's cultural. It's a cultural thing. <laughs> Uh, Nicole, this is going to be one of those times where I agonizingly uh, think about whether I'm going to leave that in or not. That's pretty good joke. That's pretty good if you ask me. It's pretty good. And I'm absolutely a horrible person for laughing at that. Um, A newborn baby died tragically on Friday when a pack of monkeys stole him from his parents and threw him off a roof. Mm -hmm. According to multiple reports, Nirdresh Apaya of India was standing on the third floor roof terrace with his wife and the child when the animals landed and surrounded them. Uh, He reportedly tried to run away from them with the four-month-old when the baby fell out of his hands to the ground. Talk about an all-time fumble. You know? I was about to say. Ball security, not good. (laughs) Jalen Hurts would have never dropped this kid. This is, I made this reference today. It's wild. I get to use this reference two times in one day, and you may not even get it. But this is Jimmy John's fumbling going into the end zone against the University of Louisiana Monroe. Yes. All over again. I can't believe I've used that same reference in the same day. Uh-huh. Um, uh, so the baby fell out of his hands to the ground, and one of the monkeys grabbed him before he could pick him back up and threw him over the side. The child died immediately. Did they kill the ape that did this? You got to, right? That's what yeah. I'm trying to get to. Uh the India Times reported that other family members ran up to the terrace to help, but were too late. I mean, they might should have got down on the bottom, try to catch it. Uh, the monkeys then reportedly attacked them as well. These, That's scary. Uh, these mean, things were being rowdy. Uh, says, uh, according to the Press Trust of India, the incident has been reported and its investigation is under the way underway. Monkeys have been known to terrorize the people of India. In 2019, a a pack of the animals chased a (laughs) six-year-old woman off a roof to her death. I like that. We should shorten that to panimals. Panimals. (laughs) Uh, A monkey fatally bit a 12-day-old child after taking him from his mother's arms as well. These people got a monkey problem. They need to have monkey season. Like, yeah. you get to take five a year and, or and, whatever. And look, John, we're not going to see eye to eye on this. And if anyone isn't offended yet, 
<laughs> then get ready to be. How did they not turn it off? <laughs> this is why you got to shoot Harambe. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's that's a bridge too far, Tiny. Just, this is why you got to shoot Harambe in the face. Harambe. This is revenge for Harambe's death. <laughs> you know? Right. They're coming back. Uh, Harambe was helping that child. <laughs> He's helping that child, which another zoo incident today, unrelated. Uh, the female lion that's been in the Birmingham Zoo for forever got mm-hmm. killed by their new male lion. Oh, snap. Yeah. yeah, like it came on in and was like, guess what? I'm boss and huh. I'm killing you. And it killed that lion. Well, how many, how many female lions are there? I, I don't mean, know. I feel like he's just been like, you're ugly. <laughs> if you're the male lion, you should probably chill, right? I mean, it's not like you got I don't a know. whole pride to go back to. I don't know that lions are known for their critical thinking skills. <laughs> that was a good point. But you make a solid point. <laughs> right. Like you don't want to lose the one female lion that you might have a chance with. I was about to say, like, just for instance, okay, let's assume that I am abducted by aliens, okay? okay. And I'm whisked away to some faraway planet. Sure. And they throw me in a cell. With one human female, right? I would like to think I'm not instantly gonna like kill her. For, you what, know? If it's, what if it's Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> like that's what this line was. She's been there for forever. <laughs> you know, yeah. probably still. <laughs> and at that point, I'm like, I've got probably got more in common with these aliens <laughs> than with Nancy Pelosi. Aliens, y'all go get me another one. <laughs> I was, I was hoping you were gonna say killer for the greater good, right? <laughs> That's a joke. I think I marry her and then immediately wreck my car in a sure. driving accident. Jump in on some pretty sweet stock deals. Yes. <laughs> Dude, he's got it made. Yeah, like he's he's just a grown up Hunter Biden. I get probably right. he's like getting drunk, right, rolling around. Yeah, that'll be Hunter in another twenty sure. years. He'll be married years. to like yeah. some senator that's been in there for forever. How does that? We need term limits. I don't want to get on a politics. <laughs> well, we have for a long time. Yeah. But yes, we absolutely do. I'm not a two term guy for like Congress. Let's maybe go four. We give them, I can give them that much because yeah. you're working for your people, whatever. They're still elected you. And it probably takes you one term to even figure out how to do the job. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You got to, you're figuring out where the snack bar is and all that mm-hmm. your first year and how to get in and through security. And you got doors to leave open for the insurrection. You got friends with other people. Sure. You got to you, you got to know get, which lobbyists are going to pay you. You got to know which lobbyists are going to pay and you got to know which you got to make friends with the other representatives so that they don't feel like you're going to rat them out. Sure. For all the shady yeah, deals you, they're making. That first year is like baby eating, you know. Yeah. <laughs> insider trading. That's what you learn in that first year. Yeah, and then you get into it. Because all the other ones there are like, well, I'm not going to. Not only could this person rat me out, but, you know, they're just, we got to know that they're cool because if they're not cool, if they're going to go around telling on us, they're going to be here for one term. (laughs) Well, my thing is, everybody in our government seems to be incredibly old. (laughs) Right. And I'm not trying to be ageist or anything like that. I was saying, Maybe we let some younger people give it a shot. I'm not talking about like a 21-year-old. I mean, I know there's requirements and all mm-hmm. that, age requirements for some offices, but maybe we just let some people like my age try to do something. <laughs> right. See what happens. I don't know. 
What could go wrong? It would be nice if every now and again we could just clean slate. Sure. You know, start over. Did uh oh I we're about to go down politics lane. Uh did you hear the recording of Biden after Trump got elected with the then president of Ukraine? No. Oh. It was like, look. <laughs> It was basically, this is how I took it. I'm sure somebody else would take it a different way. It was basically like, look, we don't need the new guy snooping around. So I think it'd be in your best interest and everybody's best interest if we just put all this to bed before it happens. (laughs) That's the John Long abridged version (laughs) of the call. But that's essentially what it was. Well, because, I mean... It was essentially a quid pro quo. Yeah, love him or hate him, we can all agree that Trump was an outsider. Sure. You know, right. And it felt to me, now, admittedly, I might be a little biased because I think they're all dishonest. Mm -hmm. I agree. That he was like, look, we we had an agreement in place. We don't need anybody finding out about this, okay? <laughs> so let's just be cool. Everybody be cool. Yeah. Keep my kid on the board. He needs crack money. I'm tired of him calling me for stripper money and all that. So he needs a job, and don't let Trump know what's up. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, that's talking politics with John and Tiny. All right, John, what do you think about Skittles? Uh, I'm a fan of Skittles. I like Skittles as well. Sure. In fact, I believe that on a hot day, you cannot consume anything more refreshing than a 20-ounce Code Red and a bag of Skittles. <laughs> I mean, that is just like the perfect pick-me-up that is on a hot summer day. Like, if if the Garden of Eden was in <laughs> SEC country, yes. uh, and that's where society started and and humanity started and grew from there, that would be manna from the heavens for rednecks. You know, like the Lord's chosen people, rednecks from the South. Yeah. Like you go into Willy Wonka's factory (laughs) and he's got the Skittles tree and a little brook, a little babbling brook of code red running right beside it. Yeah, sure. Right, yeah. (laughs) Well, there's a lawsuit that is claiming Skittles is unfit for human consumption. Okay, well... That's surprising because I've consumed several. I've consumed a lot. Yeah, right. Still here. I almost got some at Five Below just the other night. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want to brag, but I got a bunch on my left on my porch today. Skittles. Nice. Yeah. All right. No, so I got probably seven bags at the house. Man. I might work a trade if you look Sweet. Yeah. I will say that when Halloween comes around or Fall Festival for us sure. Baptist types. For the Christians. <laughs> yes. yes. My kids, for whatever reason, they're idiots they don't like skittles okay so they give me all the skittles works out good for me sure my kids don't like tootsie rolls and that works out good for me because i like a tootsie roll well anyway mars incorporated is being sued by a being sued by a consumer who claims that skittles are unfit for human consumption consumer janelle thames filed the lawsuit in oakland california big surprise there sure (laughs) on thursday claiming in court documents obtained by nbc news that the candy contains heightened levels of titanium dioxide or tio2 okay little chemical yeah i knew i remember chemistry yeah in a statement, tit two. You <laughs> no. talking about tit two? T O two. Oh, okay. T I O two. I just said T I. Titanium, I guess, is T I, and then O two. Well, I thought that was was oxide. Uh, uh, dioxide. I, I don't know. I heard T I T two. Terminator two. Sure. 
In a statement to today, a Morris Inc. spokesperson said, while we do not comment on pending litigation, our use of titanium dioxide complies with FDA regulations. The lawsuit claims that the company has long known of the health problems posed by TIO2. It states that in February of 2016, the company committed to phasing out the TIO2 in its product, but has failed to do so. The lawsuit notes that the toxin was banned in France in 2019 and that the company announced that it would comply with the country's law. Just last May, the European Food Safety Authority determined that TIO2 could not be considered safe for consumption, prompting the European Commission's announcement that it would adopt a ban on the use of titanium dioxide as a food additive. In the U.S., the company continues to use titanium dioxide in the product and has failed to inform consumers of the implications of consuming the toxin per the lawsuit. The document claims that consumers are at a heightened risk of a host of health effects for which they were unaware stemming from genotoxicity, which is the ability of a chemical substance to change DNA. Which to me sounds awesome. Okay. <laughs> I mean, We're becoming mutants. I mean, yeah, you I can, thought the vaccine was changing our DNA. <laughs> so like, can you eat Skittles and like. Well, did I get change powers? my DNA back when I ate Skittles after getting my vaccine? Oh, maybe is that's, that why we're still alive? Maybe that's why we have to keep going back and getting vaccinated. Skittles is changing it back. That's exactly right. Uh, the lawsuit claims that titanium dioxide is used in paints, coatings, adhesives, plastics, printing inks, and roofing materials. And it has demonstrated an ability to pass through biological membranes that circulate through the body and enter cells. Uh, per the lawsuit, Thames would not have purchased the Skittles had he known that it contained the additive. He claims, well, did you not read on the back? I mean, it's got a whole lit laundry list of stuff I can't pronounce that's in it, you know. <laughs> right. He claims the ingredients on the candy are difficult to read due to the contrast in color between the front and the packaging. Oh, I'm sorry, between the font and the packaging, which I admit black on red can, you know, Meh. be tough sometimes. I don't know about that. Uh, he seeks unspecified damages for fraud and violations of consume, of California consumer protection laws. So, yeah, when he, you know, it feels like I'm upset that you're poisoning everybody. But if you give me some money, it's all okay. Yeah. Right. That makes up for that's it. That's really what it is. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, this to me seems like like one of those people that uh, I, I want to throw, I want to say anti-vax. I'm not talking about the anti-COVID vax people. Mm -hmm. You know, people were anti-vax long Period. before yes. COVID. This sounds like some lady that was on Facebook and read something about this. And I was like, well, I'm going to sue Mars. Yeah, I'm going to be straight up. I'm not smart enough. I don't, I'd never yeah. heard of titanium dioxide right. until I read it in this article yeah. right here. Who, who is the people that are on those <laughs> Facebook groups? Yes. There's like one person published a study, you know, five years yeah. ago and it got picked up on the internet. Yeah, that said, uh, it does, it, it does seem like that. Yeah, right. But I don't know. I know somebody that's in all those groups mm -hmm. and, well, they're, there's something else. You can't eat nothing. Everything that is good 
<laughs> yeah. is enjoyed by people. At some point, someone's going to try to ruin it for everybody yeah. by picking out something. It doesn't matter what it is. And, and it, it goes, like, even the vegan people, like people who eat meat, they'll pick on them. They're like, oh, right. you enjoy that? Let me tell you why that's not good. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, it's crazy. I, I don't saw, know why we're like that. <laughs> I saw on Twitter, which is, that is the penultimate place you go sure. for all rational discussion. Absolutely. But uh, there was a, a, a super... A viral tweet where someone just said, you know, ju- morally justify eating meat. And my moral moral justification was it tastes good. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, um, I don't have a problem if you want to be a vegetarian, you know? Yeah, like, but don't go trying to shut me down. Yeah, don't be shaming the, me. Here's the thing. I will be more compelled to become a vegetarian when you can convince a tiger that eating meat is wrong okay. and convince them to be a vegetarian. Does that make sense? Sure. Like I, maybe this is just my twisted reasoning. Right. But if a tiger gets to eat meat, why can't I eat meat? Sure. That's my thought on it. Okay. Yeah. It's not fair. <laughs> exactly. Not fair he gets to eat <laughs> steak. Why should tigers be like the one lone killer on planet Earth? I, I mean, They're the a, only ones that get to be predators. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sharks. I want to be a predator. Yeah. And some would say we are, considering that we have forward eyes. And oh, all that. we we absolutely are. We're yeah. apex predators of the planet, right? But not if this Twitter lady has her <laughs> way about it. She wants to turn us all into cattle. The other point that I've counterpoint I've heard is that you know you don't have to eat meat. You know, mm-hmm. like you just choose to eat meat. Well, you don't have to wear tennis shoes either. Absolutely, you don't. <laughs> yeah. Right? You choose to eat meat, but you could sub. You could live without meat, and gorillas are like super strong, and they don't eat meat. So it's like it's not like it can't be. You can't build muscle mass and do whatever. You know, people get into all that protein talk. But do gorillas not eat meat? I thought they no. ate some meat. Well, I think your chimps. I was about to say, depending on the the species, yeah, right? I think your chimps will eat, but I think gorillas are strictly vegetarian. Are they like your silverbacks? Really? And stuff? Huh. I think so. Interesting. You know, if only there was a way to find <laughs> yeah, out. No. They have an awful lot of muscle mass to not be consuming any protein. You can get protein from plants, you know. Well, yeah, but that's all. I'll wait and see what the Google machine says. Okay. They're omnivores. Gorillas stick to a mainly vegetarian diet, mm-hmm. feeding on stems, bamboo shoots, and fruits. Western lowland gorillas, however, also have an appetite for termites and ants and break open termite termite nests to eat the larvae. I don't know. Western lowland seems like a slur. <laughs> it's not fair. That's what Trump <laughs> called the people crossing the border. All right. So now we know monkeys, they hate babies. <laughs> so they're clearly... Meat eaters, right? <laughs> well, I've also seen on the internet that uh, they hate their own babies too. Yeah, right. like they'll they'll kill their own offspring to force the females <laughs> to go back into heat again. When I was a kid, I mean, I was real young. I used to stay with this family, the Odells, uh, in Fayette. They went to our church, mm-hmm. and uh, they babysat me, and I loved them. They're, I called myself John Garrett Odell. You know, okay. like I was a member of their family, and they were great people. But I vividly remember there they had a dog, like an old yard dog. Mm-hmm. It had babies out in the shed, and I went out to look at them, and that dog was eating its babies. 
Well, John, that's that dog's choice. I know. <laughs> but and Mr. Odell was like, I was, you know, of course, shocked and taken aback. <laughs> yeah. And he just like patted me on the back. I was like, that's just how it works sometimes. And like unfazed, <laughs> yeah. lit up a cigarette, and just stood there and watched it. It's a very valuable lesson. Yeah. Right. yeah Mother Nature can be a real bee sometimes. Yeah. It's very cruel. Yeah. Mother Nature is cruel. People Absolutely. forget that. She's been trying to kill us our entire existence. Yeah, pretty much since yeah. the fall. You know, <laughs> I would say so. It's like textbook definition of tough love. Yes. I'm going to try to kill these people, and they're going to have no choice but to be strong right. and resilient. That's like uh, one of those like lit classes I took in college, like the very first day. It was like in any story, man versus nature, nature always wins. You know, and I, was, <laughs> I remember that my entire life. Like, yeah, that's true. Nature will always win if you're going against it. Right. Um. All right. I'm not afraid of nature. I'm not afraid of my wife, but a lot of men are. Mm-hmm. A man who feared his wife refused to tell her he had a water bottle stuck in his anus. <laughs> Doctors were shocked to find a water bottle stuck in a man's butt after he was said to be experiencing abdominal pain. Oof. So I imagine if you're a doctor, you would be shocked. How high do you got to get it up there to I don't have know. abdominal pain? I wonder if... It had to be like a Dasani or a smart water bottle because those little flimsy like Walmart bottles. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> I would like, much rather have the 16 ounce, like the little sure. skinny one. <laughs> but he like, has like one of those like Geyser Springs cheapo <laughs> bottles. You yeah. can hear it like crinkling anytime <laughs> he, he moves. A step. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't sneaking up on nobody. <laughs> uh, the 50-year-old was taken to the hospital when his wife became increasingly worried about his lack of appetite, constipation, and cramps. The man remained quiet about his painful secret due to being filled with embarrassment and fear of his wife, according to the case study. Hmm. However, the CT scan revealed a 19-centimeter bottle wedged in his anus. Wedged, to me, sounds like it's in there sideways. <laughs> you know? It does. Like, he went in and made a turn. Well, you know what? That's what he gets for drinking uh, water in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> um, rectal foreign body insertions often require emergency and colorectal surgical departments. Patients often experience a delay in treatment due to being dishonest about the cause of their visit. This can result in complications such as severe bleeding and delayed surgery. Luckily for the man, the medics were able to extract the water bottle without surgery. They slowly removed the plastic without causing any damage to the intestine. That's a medical miracle. (laughs) Like... The prayer list worked. They got the prayer chain started. <laughs> Imagine getting that text. You wow. know, pray for Brother Tiny. He is down He's at the emergency room with a water bottle of his butt. <laughs> <laughs> I almost want to like call the preacher <laughs> one night, you know, at 2 a.m. Brother Allen, wake him up. But will you send out a flock note to the church? I'm down to emergency room. I got a water bottle stuck up my butt. <laughs> Have your wife do it for you. Sure. <laughs> what a great, that would be a great prayer. <laughs> Just 
seeing like you know, like the people we go to church with picking up their phone and reading that would <laughs> be great. Um, so while doctors at the hospital uh, did not disclaim how the bottle had gotten there, they suggested that sexual gratification is generally the, generally the driver of such incidents. That would be my suspicion as well. But once again, there's no doubt in my mind the doctor was told he fell on that bottle in the shower. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> the man- That's how all this stuff winds up. Up people's rectums. He was discharged three days later and referred to psychiatric clinic. <laughs> he has since experienced no problems. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's a. I I would think if I was in that situation, I wouldn't want to tell my wife either. Yeah, me you know? either. About like, look, babe, you just drive me down there, drop me off. I know you got a lot going on. <laughs> I'll I don't call th- you with an update. I'm sure I just need, you know, some laxative or something like that. It wouldn't be for fear. For me, it would just be like embarrassment yeah, and right. shame. But sure. yeah, I wouldn't tell my wife either. Yeah. I right. mean, look, and this may be like a controversial take to some people out there, but I know we say that marriage is like 100% acceptance. Yeah. But that said, there are some things you you probably should continue to keep secret. Well, there's some things you should continue not to you should continue not to speak on. The other side of that is tiny. If uh, if you can't discuss butt pleasures with your wife, who can (laughs) you discuss you discuss it with? You know, right. You may get a like, no, that's I can't do that. But you could at least ask, you know, (laughs) right. Right. I've never understood the people that are afraid to ask. People are like, I've never got my wife to do that. I'm like, you just got to ask her. (laughs) But what if she says no? Well, then you don't do it. Because if you were to do it without consent, that's a big no-no. So even if it's your wife, so you just ask. And she could say no. These people have no sales background. The selling doesn't start until they say no. (laughs) That's when you really start having to sell the idea. So I, look back, I need you to take this water bottle and I want you to get a run and go <laughs> and get that bad boy right on up in there. And she might say yes, right? right. And that's good. If she does, you're like, okay. Well, look, yeah. I was just I was just bringing it up. Okay. I guess fortunately for me, I've just, uh, and maybe this is a topic that should be in the patron show. It's just, we've, I, I blew this one up. <laughs> I tell you, I slept like three hours, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, I didn't put it in our vows, but uh, I told her butt stuff is is not for me. Oh, yeah. But you or me, either one. Sure. It's not my thing. You're just out. Yeah, I'm out. Everything wholeheartedly. butt related. Yes. You're out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Taken, given, lucky you. Yeah. I'm <laughs> not, not interested, not a fan. Now, all right, since we're already, I've already blown this up. I was having this thought the other day while I was eating lunch is how do dogs, they never have to wipe their butt, right? you know? Yeah. Like, how does that happen? Like, oh. <laughs> like, like how, how do they not, like, are they, I haven't looked at my butt. You know, like my butthole, the old <laughs> balloon knot, whatever you want to call it, in a long time. You know, I'm not that limber anymore. But I don't think I don't think Jay Barker's varies vastly different than what I got down there. Mm-hmm. We got the same designer, okay? So there's some similarities. Why am I running through a lot of toilet paper? And he never has to do it. He just goes and craps and goes on about his life. He doesn't get poop all over the furniture or anything like that. So... How does that happen? I need a veterinarian. Well, occasionally you'll see him 
dragging their butt across the carpet. Yeah, I think that's more of an itch thing, isn't it? I, well, I don't know. I, but if they were, because... I will say it's rare. This, I've already had yeah. this conversation with Deidre. <laughs> she brought that up, too. But I was like, but you don't see streaks on the floor when they do that. At least Jay Not doesn't have usually. them. usually. <laughs> I've never... Of course, Queen... Was like eight hundred years old, so right. maybe she, she was has a really old dog. But. Incontinence issues, yeah. but I think a dog in his prime—that's not an issue, right? They never have to wipe their butts. Mm-hmm. I'm a little jealous, <laughs> you know. Right? Like, how does that happen? Like, what is the medical mystery there? Are you questioning the grand design? <laughs> <laughs> My theory is that dogs have the ability to take a complete dump, <laughs> right? You know? Yeah. Like. This is too much. But sometimes, let's all admit it, we're not taking a complete one. I mean, it just, <laughs> you got a little left in there that's not coming out, whatever. And I think they just get it all out at once. Huh. Yeah. I have no idea. Because there are some times where there's little, very little paperwork involved when you go to, to number two. Right. right. And then there are other times when a massive like deforestation happens because you're just trying to. Sometimes you need a shower. Right. This is all furthering my argument for a bidet. So, yeah. Anyways, so I was thinking about that. Well, you know, this is a perfect segue. Let's now go into uh, the medical reason you might need to put sugar on your beehole. Okay. Sure. It'll sweeten it on up. Yes. Uh, You know what? Let me just go ahead and say at the outset, this is a nurse's TikTok. Okay. Okay. To my knowledge, science has not stepped in. Dr. Fauci hasn't gotten on TV in front of the cameras and told us about this yet. Well, Tiny, these are healthcare heroes right Right. here. Healthcare heroes. (laughs) Well, anyway, uh, this comes from uh, IFLScience.com. Fair and balanced. Ifl. Ifllscience.com. <laughs> yeah, so I was trying to, is it I, Florida? I have no idea what that ah, is. I, I don't Florida know. science. Florida. I have no idea. Florida. The home of science. <laughs> this is Florida. Florida man science. Now, we do <laughs> launch people into outer space from Florida all the time. All right. Like, cre- let's give credit where credit's due. <laughs> all right. Uh, right. So here's a weird one. There is more than a 0% chance of doctors sprinkling sugar on your beehole someday. The ones I've asked have it so far. <laughs> a video from an ICU nurse named Chin Chinity on Instagram went viral recently claiming that medical professionals sometimes prescribe anus sugar sure in the case of prolapsed anuses okay <laughs> well i guess you're going to explain why yeah. this is what she says quote sugar pulls out excess fluid from the prolapsed anus causing it to shrink she explains uh, once the swelling is down, it usually pops right back in, or it just needs a little push. Sure, and put your thumb on it. <laughs> she adds that the technique is sometimes referred to as a sour patch kid <laughs> by medical professionals. <laughs> God bless you, Instagram. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> presumably, presumably out of earshot of the patient <laughs> whose rectum is protruding from their anus. A little SPK. <laughs> so is it true amazingly yes it's sometimes also known as sugaring the rim <laughs> sure <laughs> with one article describing i've seen that movie a doctor 
scouring the hospital cafeteria for packets of sugar for the funniest therapy that actually works. Let me put a little sweet and low on there. And she says, on th- well, she says, sweet and low won't get it. That's for Medicaid patients. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to have Blue Cross Blue Shield to get the real sugar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> If you're on that Obamacare, you're going to get some Splenda. Get some equal. (laughs) Uh, She explains on TikTok that sugar acts via osmosis and it pulls fluid out with the fluid being absorbed by the sugar and thus through prolapse deflates. Okay. Uh, In a series of case reports, one team of doctors write that the sprinkling of the uh, Edematous, irreducible, <laughs> prolapsed bowel with table sugar sucrose results in a dramatic decrease in bowel edema and the incarcerated segment easily. Yeah, they could have just put, we put sugar on your blood. Yeah, we just put it on there and it makes it stop. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the technique can work when manual reduction techniques, essentially pushing it back in, has failed. Yeah. So when you can't, just yeah. <laughs> manually do it. Yeah, that's a little uh, little home remedy well, there, a little trick. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be trying that. Uh, a spoonful of sugar helps the anus go down. <laughs> well, it said it drew out moisture. I would think salt would be better for that. It wouldn't feel as good, I'm sure. Yeah, you would think. Maybe it's because, like you said, yeah. like no one wants to get salt yeah. up there. Well, look, if your butthole gets turned inside out. <laughs> You deserve a little salt on it. That's a bad day at work. Yeah. It's going to make you think twice about whatever happened to make that happen. Yeah. But look, throw a little salt on it. It's like getting rubbing alcohol in a cup like your mom would do it when you come home. <laughs> the team notes in the paper that uh, veterinary textbooks also describe this technique for the reduction of prolapse in dogs, cats, and horses. So, okay. hey, next time your dog has yeah. this problem, put a little sugar on it. Well, I wonder... It, when Jay's pooping, I'll just go out there and throw a handful of his butt. <laughs> See what happens. The technique achieved using among table sugar, not sweetener. So no, no Splenda. No here. Splenda. It also works with prolapses from a stoma and is seen as preferable as the first act to call to more drastic interventions such as surgery. The success rate of putting sugar on your beehole was around 50%. Oh, with pretty good few, odds. With few downsides. Yeah. At worst, all you've done... It just done, tastes funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the worst thing that could happen yeah. is your butt is less sour. Sure. <laughs> there is a sweet and low aspartame joke here somewhere. <laughs> I just haven't figured out how to work it into the conversation. <laughs> you said aspartame. That's right. <laughs> but there used to be people... Like the the artificial sweetener people, they are loyal to whatever brand they use. Yeah, and people would get fighting mad because we didn't carry the whichever one's yellow. Mm-hmm. You know, that's Splenda. Yeah, I had like equal and sweet and low, and people would be like, "Well, the you blue gotta, and the pink." Yeah, <laughs> you got to get Splenda in. You know, I'm like, yeah. "Well, like three people asked for it in a month, so no, I'm not gonna buy a case of it that we'll have to keep around for five years before we use it." So, what was the uh, there was one that's made from leaves what's that one called well i don't know i I don't know nothing of artificial sweeteners okay. really other than sweet and low is pink and the other is blue and then yellow mm-hmm. yeah so there's one made out of leaves yeah and I'm, i can't think of the name i'm like you said i'm sure somebody's punching yeah. the air right now but it huh. was uh what's the raw sugar called turbinado <laughs> i have never heard I that think that's what it's called. Life. 
I remember that from my smoothie making days. Okay. Yeah. People forget I was a smoothie whiz at one point mm-hmm. in time in my life. Also worked a snow cone stand. I did. For a day. <laughs> no, I worked it longer than a day. Uh, I did, did get fired <laughs> by it? Alan, the youth minister. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I deserve to get fired, though. He just, I, I feel like you didn't have a chance to fly. Well. <laughs> he didn't see the show. He didn't know. Yeah. Like, people were excited. <laughs> you talking about some little kids getting excited about their great snow cone? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> People have no idea what we're talking about, you know, which mm-hmm. is fine. Y'all got to go listen to the old episodes if you want to get that reference. <laughs> but I got fired from the purple parachute in Fed. <laughs> we make $4 an hour. Okay. Which was good money. He's like, I'm going to pay you four because they do take taxes out. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Um, and that's how you were paying. That's right. That's, that's how I show my gratitude. Um. Let's talk transgenders, Tiny. Okay. One of your favorite topics. Trans rights are human rights. If they are. I think everybody deserves human rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except people who kill their babies. All right. <laughs> uh, a trans inmate has been moved from a women's prison after getting two prisoners pregnant. So the first one wasn't enough. Yeah. Take two. You get one. Oopsie. <laughs> yeah. Happens again. It's intentional or neglect. Um, a trans inmate serving time in a New Jersey women's prison for manslaughter has been moved out after getting two fellow convicts pregnant, according to the state department of correction. Demi Minor, who is 27, was transferred out of the Edna Mahan Correctional Facility. It's a dream of mine to have a prison named after me one day. You know? Like <laughs> yeah. for your the John Long Correctional yeah. Facility. Like your ancestors down. I'm like, that's my great Pawpaw's prison they named after him. Uh, <laughs> it was transferred out in June, two months after. Uh, New Jersey advanced media reported minor impregnated two women during consensual sexual relationships. Minor who is 30, uh, who is serving a 30 year sentence and is not eligible for, until parole for parole until 2037 complained about being relocated to the garden state youth correctional facility on a website maintained by supporters. This is just hell that NJDOC wants to put me through. This is my punishment for what occurs over two months ago. They have violated my right to be safe and free from sexual harassment by putting me in one of the most violent youth correctional facilities. Um, Well, you know, maybe you should have just, you know, pulled out. (laughs) Yeah. It ain't rocket science, buddy. (laughs) Like, I get it. If even if you're trans in the female prison, if you still got your man equipment, you're a hot commodity. You got to be a hot commodity. Yeah, you know. So and and again, I I think we've we've mentioned this usually in the patron show. <laughs> but if I was ever looking at a lot of time, yeah, and I didn't think I was going to get sure. out of it, step one is to transition. Absolutely, because I don't want to go to prison, but I dang sure don't want to go to man prison. No. But what you don't want to happen is to transition to a trans man and then get sent to the man prison. Oh, man. She's going to be on the other foot. I mean, talk about (laughs) the hunter becoming the hunter. (laughs) The predator becoming the prey. 
Look, uh-huh. if anyone takes my advice and does this, visectomy is part of your transition. Okay? <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think he made a critical error. Two critical errors here. <laughs> two critical errors. <laughs> In not coming up with some form of protection. Like you, you would think, yeah. like that can't be against prison rules to have a... Well, I guess it probably is. I don't want you having sex in prison. I just cross my fingers that you and Deidre get one of those kids. <laughs> That'd be great. I want to have them in VBS. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, it's tough. And being pregnant in jail has to be no fun. I mean, from what I've heard, being pregnant Period. It's not fun. Yeah, Deidre hated it all three times. <laughs> right. It's a testament to how good at lovemaking I am that I was able to get her pregnant multiple times. But then you throw being in prison on top of that, that's yeah. got to be terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be horrible. And you know it takes forever to get your doctor visit and all that yeah. stuff that you actually need because you're in jail. Nobody cares. And when you're pregnant, apparently sometimes you just get diabetes for a while. Yeah. Or high blood pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Deidre got high blood pressure and had to... Tara got diabetes. Yeah. Yeah. She couldn't pass that sugar test no. or whatever they give them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Deidre was really worried about that the first, with Thomas, and then it was fine. Anyways, if you're in a female prison, it would be wise not to get anyone pregnant. Yes. Fair enough. I think that's solid advice for everybody. And we'll actually say what most shows don't have the guts to say. You can control yourself. Yeah. And you can yeah. not get anyone pregnant. Yeah. It's, so, yeah. it's possible not to get people pregnant. I've yes. done it before. <laughs> <laughs> many, many times. Okay. I've got three kids. I've had sex with my wife over 1,200 times. <laughs> nearing 1300 <laughs> nearing 1300 so it's not hard that's a bad that's a bad choice of words <laughs> speaking of hard let's talk about Cajun Curl world famous Bayou Blended Spice we want to thank them for their support check them out at CajunCurl.com you can order the spice right there on their website. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on anything will change your life. On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice, and you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Vowles Fresh Market in Tuscaloosa, South Finest Meats in Tuscaloosa, Mark Smart in downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurleen Wallace Boulevard in Northport. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use a promo code EOP10 
to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. All right, John. For the audience, I just went ahead and all the the voicemails, the questions, I cut all that out last week. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it's going to be a little bit of a redo this week. Okay. But also some new stuff, too. Okay. So I've already forgotten what all we had last week. So, well, we go to the phones now. I would like if you're going to do the questions that we did last week, too, if you compare my answers (laughs) from one week to the next. (laughs) Because I have an elephant's memory. Sure. I can remember everything perfectly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, our (laughs) Our first voicemail comes from Jacqueline. Hey guys, it's Jacqueline, Sean, sexy mad at you, and you lie. I did wish you back a happy Canada Day when you posted it on my Facebook. Maybe you just weren't paying attention, but I did respond. Uh, and we actually chatted a little bit, so why are you telling all these people that I'm not responding to you? It makes me sound not like a nice person. Anyways, I have been away for a while. I was on vacation uh, in Ontario for a week, and uh, then I came back. With the gift that keeps on giving, uh, COVID nineteen, <laughs> which may I may sound a little odd right now. That's why uh, I was out. Of, I was hit really, really hard with COVID nineteen, even though I'm double vaccinated and boosted. So I hope no one out there gets this. It was brutal. Anyways, uh, I have been, of course, listening to the show. I'm a little behind. But uh, I'm catching up, and I still love you guys, and uh, I wish you all the best, and I will talk to you later. Bye. Well, you fell for it. That was just a, we hadn't heard from you in a while. That was a trap to draw you back in. (laughs) Jacqueline is correct in that she did respond to my Happy Canada Day post. Mm -hmm. I didn't see it. I don't want to brag, but I'm very popular (laughs) on Facebook. Every time I get on Facebook, I have multiple notifications about, I mean, most of them are from the Earth Oddity Facebook group, Yeah, but all kind of different things because I do stupid stuff on Facebook and I must have missed it. So Mm -hmm. that's my bad, Jacqueline. You're correct. She's not a horrible person. Yes. And also... Uh, John's pivot to hard all right ideology on the show. Sure. It's like, well, what would you say? A good 80% a joke? Yeah, I would say 20% a joke, 80% real life. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Just wait until you see me with my tiki torch down the next March or whatever. Yeah. Man, I got this awesome looking headdress with buffalo horns <laughs> on it. I couldn't get in the Masons, so I joined the Proud Boys. <laughs> <laughs> How are those buffalo horns not for sale? Oh, you can get like, them. I mean, you are can, they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. See, you know, I mean, I, you know, I was a once a champion Native American dancer. <laughs> yeah. I got connections if you need them. Yeah. yeah. Just let me know. Well, I mean, uh, you surely there's got to be one out there with MAGA on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Got to have one. <laughs> what if you had the little red hat like stitched on in between the du- buffalo horns? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be solid. And you get the red face paint. Sure. <laughs> like, why do you go blue? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You go like MAGA right across your forehead. <laughs> yeah. All you need next is the FBI to let you in That's to a I'm, government building somewhere. I'm trying to get on an FBI list. <laughs> well, you know? 
Well, uh, congratulations. Yeah. I'm sure you oh, are. By they're now. locking up all kind of old people from this January 6th <laughs> thing. You're like, man, this grandma just got like 10 years in prison yeah. for walking around the Capitol waving a flag. All right, good. Which, I mean, you know, you, you were trespassing. You yeah. shouldn't have done that. Do the crime. It wasn't a smart thing. Sure, right. It would be nice, though, if. Uh, if we could get to the bottom of, did the FBI let these people in or didn't they? What I would they like, won't answer. They won't say whether they did or they didn't. I would like to know why it's trespassing for me to be in a public building owned by the taxpayer of the United <laughs> States. All right. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Well, you know how that works, John. <laughs> you know, like back in the day when the White House... Like anybody could just go walk up and walk in or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. Like huh. Andrew Jackson's inauguration or whatever. They just had a party. They, they had, and of course, this is Andrew Jackson rocks, by the way. <laughs> Did commit genocide. That's points <laughs> taken away. But Andrew Jackson's awesome. I've crippled our economy too. That's another story. But Killed the National Bank. Yes. He had, so he has an inauguration party. Like all these like rednecks and mountain men are up there because he's a populist mm-hmm. and uh, they couldn't get him to leave the house so they got the idea that we'll just take beer kegs out of the yard and invite everybody (laughs) out there to drink (laughs) and then lock the doors and then they lock the doors (laughs) but it was like a four day party brilliant wandering around the white house and spitting tobacco in the carpet and all of that or on the rugs so people like hooking up and sure yeah (laughs) banging in the what would eventually be the lincoln bedroom or whatever (laughs) yeah yeah which bill clinton did that too that's not that like (laughs) yeah but bill clinton was voted there sure (laughs) he was supposed supposed to be there there doing that stuff (laughs) yeah yeah, he's there's been plenty plenty of presidents that probably did untoward stuff. Yeah, right. But yeah, that's so this taxpayer bill and why can't we walk around? That's what I'd like to know. All right, next call. What's up, Johnny? Time uh, got a couple weeks here to talk about, but you know we were talking about the oil companies and um, Dawn and Washington the penguins and stuff. All you know, I've done a little research and. Uh, Dawn is actually the number one purveyor of palm oil. And palm oil comes from the Amazon. And that is the number one reason for the deforestation of the Amazon is palm oil. So that can be tracked back to Dawn, which is, like I just said, uh, in the oil business. Another quick fact about Dawn, you mix it up with some water, a little vinegar, and put it out in the yard, kill some fleas. You need to do that. Well, dead gum. You just can't can't have anything, right? We have to cut down trees to get the oil out of them. He's saying that Don uses palm oil. Palm oil comes from deforestation in the Amazon. So we're cleaning up this oil spill. All this oil that's in the ocean with Don dish soap. But meanwhile, we got to deforest the Amazon to make the oil. So it's it's the butterfly effect, right? you, You have no idea. The consequences of your actions, no matter how small. From my brief Google search, I don't know that this is correct. <laughs> Just I'm, saying. I'm going to go with this is 100% correct. It's much better if it is. It's like <laughs> yeah. we're deforesting a planet to wash off birds from an oil spill. Yeah. I'm just going to roll with this forever. Yeah. <laughs> like I love the, it. The facts. Yeah. I love it. I just don't know if it's 100% correct. <laughs> it is. Y'all were talking about Joe Francis on a previous episode. There's a documentary out right now on TNT called Rich and Shameless, where Joe Francis is actually wanted by the United States government. He's, he has fled the country and is still wanted to this day. 
so I don't think he can do girls going wild anymore unless, uh, unless of course he does it overseas somewhere. Well, that's it for this week. Um, John, I hope you're feeling better from that little bathroom visit from last week. And, uh, y'all have a good episode. Bye. All right. Well, I didn't know the girl's gone wild guy's a fugitive. Yeah, I didn't know that either. An expatriate, I guess, or whatever. <laughs> Him and Snowden are hanging out together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would assume that uh, probably anywhere there's girls, you can find a few of them to go wild. Yeah, oh yeah. They're People, just not going to be advertising. Girls have been going wild since the beginning of time. <laughs> yes, you know? right. Like girl, some girls just like to go wild. Uh-huh. Other girls don't. Not every girl goes wild, but all girls that go wild are wild. I don't know the right way to say it. That so, sounds logical. Yeah, right. It's like Deidre's not a girl's gone wild girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. You might comply her with alcohol. <laughs> we got a couple text messages here. Okay. Pat, he wrote in, he said... How did John and Tiny celebrate the USFL championship for the Birmingham Stallions? Any looting or lighting cars on fire? No, but we burned a couch down here in a circle in front of Tiny's house. <laughs> I had no idea they even won. Oh, for real? We're yeah. undefeated, baby. Wow. Yeah. The right. Stallions? Mm-hmm. It's a wonder playing the whole league's game at one team's home stadium that that team happened to win the championship. <laughs> yeah. Um, he also says that the celebration was at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Have either of you been there? I have not, but I want to go. I think I have, but oh, no, yeah? it was years ago when I was a kid. My dad took us there. Nice. I've time. always wanted to go there. I've always wanted to go to the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame to Cooperstown or whatever. Is it in the Civic Center? Or seems like it used to be, maybe. I don't know. Where? The, in the Hall of Fame? Canton, Ohio? The NFL Hall of Fame or the Professional Football Hall of Fame? Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking of something different. Never mind. Are you thinking about the Northport Citizens Hall of Fame? (laughs) That's it. Okay. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, I doubt you and I will ever get in that one. But who knows? Maybe this thing blows up one day (laughs) and we get in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hank, he also wrote in and he said that uh, he's heard on the show that people have trouble with Apple Podcasts. Uh, but he, being a patron, he says that he just copied the patron link into Apple Podcast, and, and he uses it just fine. So uh, I think the problem is if you're trying to find our feed on Apple it. Podcast, you have to go through the Fringe Radio Network. Yeah. But if you're a patron, uh, he says you can uh, post your feed in there, and it works just huh. fine. So, Well, I mean, which, however you get to us is fine. Yes. Yeah, that's fine by For me. those who absolutely refuse to, to use anything right. else but Apple Podcast, which in my humble opinion is an inferior podcast catcher. Oh, yeah? But, hey, it's maybe you maybe you know storage space is at a premium and yeah. you just want to use what's on there. Huh. Well, yeah, I don't know. I just know that Apple... They've they've uh, whatever deplatformed us for some reason, <laughs> but we got to work around with Fringe, right? They don't know we're there hiding out. Viva <laughs> la resistance! We had a question last week also about the origins of the show. I think I still have that. Oh yeah, we also got an email this week from Rob, and we talked about this last week, but we'll cover it again. Sure. 
Uh, Rob wrote in and said, hey guys, found the show a couple years ago now and it's become a staple of my weekly podcast consumption. I'm not sure if you covered this in episodes prior to when I caught on, but the more I listen, the more I wonder how you two first crossed paths. Overall, the show's... I've heard, I feel like the more I find out, the less I know. For example, in the previous show, I heard you mention that there's a five-year age difference between each other. Based on that and other past nuggets dropped, I have a mental picture that at the same point in time, maybe 15 or 20 years ago, one of you was hallucinating at a concert simultaneously. Tiny. <laughs> that was, that was tiny. <laughs> it was a puddle of mud concert. <laughs> <laughs> simultaneously while the other was hosting a Mario Kart tournament at his house. That one's John. That was me. <laughs> no offense to either activity as they both sound like a good time, but what's the connection? How did you two first meet? And secondly, how did you decide decide to start a podcast together i would really appreciate the answer but whatever it is i'm glad that it happened because of all the podcasts i listen to yours is one of my favorites keep up the great work rob aka mcfish mcfish there we go (laughs) all right um one of my favorite non-traditional mcdonald's meals (laughs) is the old mcfish yeah love it um so tiny and our are from Fayette. Yes. Tiny's he doesn't he didn't live in Fayette his whole life. Fayette is my ancestral homeland. Yes, I'm a transplant from Tuscaloosa, right. but I went to high school. So all counts, four years. Right. The, the last six weeks of eighth grade and then ninth through twelfth finished up okay. in Fayette High. So yeah, you have a, a Fayette County High School diploma. Mm-hmm. So you you're a member of the Fayette community. <laughs> Full honors and privileges <laughs> as given to all, extended to all members of Fayette. Uh, but we didn't know each other. You were a freshman when I was a senior, and right. Fayette wasn't a huge school. I think there was maybe 450 people there in mm-hmm. high school when we were in high school, and uh, and I was much too cool to even acknowledge that Tiny existed. Yeah. Not that we even knew each other existed. Yeah, right. I, yeah. You had no idea who I was either. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just some weird dude with a mustache. Right. And uh, anyways, then fast forward, what, 15 years, 10 years, we start going to Carroll's Creek Baptist and Tiny. Yeah, you're going to church there. I'm dating the pastor's daughter. Tiny's dating the pastor's daughter, <laughs> trying to curry favor. He keeps our kid in preschool and all that. And then Tiny asked me to do a podcast one day. And but even that was much later. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, was much, much later. That was way later. Yeah, I I listened to a lot of podcasts. I started out listening to audiobooks at work that got ex- real expensive real quick. Yeah. So I started listening to the free stuff, the, just the podcast that people put up. I wanted to do one myself, but I knew I didn't have the chops to do one by myself. Yeah. And I also needed uh, like a co-host. And it was actually Tara's idea. She's like, well, why don't you ask John? He's funny. He always has funny insight. Mm. And I was like, that's actually a brilliant idea. I'm going to do just that. Tara's like, what have I done? <laughs> why can't I just keep my mouth shut? <laughs> and I asked you, and beyond all logic or reasoning, you actually said yes. Right. And, and so we started. As I've explained before, yeah. I go through seasons in my life where I will say yes to anything. It's like Jim Carrey's yes man. Right. But I also go through seasons where I say no to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like I think it's a good way to to 
get balanced, both sides, the yin and yang of life. Yeah, I'm experiencing new things, and I'm not open to new possibilities. And so God called pro- me when I was saying yes. God's providence. It is predestined <laughs> from the foundations of the universe that Tiny and I will be doing this podcast. Yeah. Um. So, and and here we are now almost five years later. Yeah. And also, I remember I asked you and we talked about it. And then I don't think either one of us did anything for like six months. Maybe. I don't know. And then I think I came back and I was like, okay, I'm serious now. Okay. <laughs> I'd already said yes. I'm a man of my word. Keep my commitments. Yeah. And here we are. Here we are all this time later. I mean, a scout is loyal, Tiny. And <laughs> here I am. So, yeah. And it's been fun. So that's Tiny and I... Uh, my origin story. That's Earth Oddity. Yes. Yeah, that's how it became what it is today, I guess. Which mm-hmm. is, uh, I mean, we're listened to by tens of thousands of people, <laughs> and it's been great. Yeah. 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 We also got an email from Monica, Hippie Monica. Okay. And uh, she said, uh, hi, guys. I'm off to a huge freedom festival tomorrow. Please put my car pick on your website. <laughs> okay. Which I'm assuming she's talking about the Facebook group. Uh, yeah, that's the closest thing to a website we got. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad the flipping the finger flipping virtue signaler is gone. Okay. So uh wow, flipping the bird because you have a flag. What a B word. Sure. I think this is one of these uh, uh anti-Trudeau rallies. Sure. She says their despotic leader. Yeah. Uh I did like her poem. But she was kind of a bit much. Um, I don't know who she's talking about. Okay. Well, I mean, wish I could meet you guys. Hugs from Canada. Love you, Tuck Frudo, and the New <laughs> World Order. <laughs> Those rich yeah. f words are going down. Georgia Guidestones finally got blown Amen. up. Love it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Stick it to them globalists. <laughs> yes. Take that globalist. They're <laughs> <laughs> so. turning the frogs gay. Yes. Monica, I hope you had a blast. I, man. <laughs> I, whatever festival this yeah. was, I hope there was much freedom, much liberty. As much freedom as you could get. Yeah. Yes. Right. I, I agree. <laughs> I, I hope it was awesome. Yeah, and if you know if y'all don't like Trudeau, I, I guess you can just vote him out. I don't know how Canadian I don't elections know how work. That works. Like that's how American we are. It's like our one of our strongest allies and neighbor. We're like, yeah, I don't know how it works up there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got some guy. He's prime minister. Yeah, is he elected, appointed? We don't know. But uh, yeah, I would. Uh, it would be my honor to take this uh, this picture you sent us. And then shrink it down to an actual normal size and post it in the Facebook group. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, I'm a freedom rally. It's great. Yeah. Y'all, I mean, uh, I know you don't want to leave your homeland, but you could come to America. You know, like <laughs> yeah, we we're letting everybody in. So come mm-hmm. on, and you can have as much freedom as you can dish out down here. Which is, you can own an AR-15. You can't kill a baby. And depending on where you are, you may be able to smoke pot legally. Right. Yeah. And that's really America in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you might get into a shootout every now and, and then. And you can still kill your baby depending on what state you're in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Depending <laughs> on which state you're in, you can kill a baby. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
can't kill it with an AR-15. <laughs> or <That's>, can you? <laughs> I mean, you can't. Technically, you can. I think it's happened several times, probably. Right. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. Well, John, we also have some questions. Oh, yeah. We Question like time. We like to ask John questions on this show. If you have any questions for John, you can go to the Discord server, link in the show notes, and you can go to the Ask John Questions About Stuff sub-channel. And, uh, boy, we've got some questions this time because, again... We're doing ones we're, from last week. We're redoing some. So That's we, fine. I'm going to try to give the exact same answer. Yeah, we're probably not going to get through them all, but we're going to at least do what we did last week. First question comes from Goose. Was it a sin for Johnny to take the devil's bet that he was a better fiddle player? No, I don't think so. Gambling is not prohibited in the Bible. It's just something we look down on. Yeah, it's not a line item sin, I guess you would say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I don't think he was wrong. In All that. right. Because he knew he was the best that ever yeah, been. He knew he was the best that ever was. <laughs> yes. I've always been fond of the devil's band, though. I, <laughs> I don't know what that says about me. Maybe I need to repent, yeah. um, rededicate my life. But I've always been like, man, that's a funky band. I like the meme. Have you ever seen the meme where like one of his henchmen is like, so you mean to tell me you lost a fiddle contest and you were the judge? <laughs> <laughs> And you're the devil. <laughs> I saw one that was like uh, the the I was. It was like a picture of a guy nailing, and it was like the devil whispered in my ear, "You're not strong enough to withstand this." And I whispered back, "You lost a fiddle contest <laughs> to a Georgia Redneck." <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, next question: Has Tiny ever heard of the radioactive Boy Scout? I believe I was the one Tiny who told, told me John about, yes. about the radio. Tiny brought, Boy Scout. Yeah. We talked about it on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back in the Old Testament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boy Scout who built a nuclear reactor. That's right. In the shed out behind his parents' house. Yeah. Well, scouts can do anything. They can. Uh, and then he, he just he just added on here at the end. I think him and oil pouring tiny might get along about <laughs> not caring about the environment. That's right. When are you going to build a nuclear reactor, tiny? <laughs> I'm I'm on that. Okay. I'm, I'm working on it. I got a uranium guy. You just let me know, okay? <laughs> I got a. I, I built a bomb for Libyan terrorists out of old pinball <laughs> machine parts <laughs> and oil used motor oil. <laughs> Uh, Phil Zoot Suit asks, $10 million right now in your hand, but there's a catch. A snail is chasing you for the rest of your life, and if it touches you, you die a terrible death. The snail cannot be killed. It's an immortal snail. Okay. It knows your location at all times, so you can't hide from it. And its only purpose is to find you, meaning it's not going to stop and chew on a tomato. It's going to keep on coming after you. Are you taking the money? Yes. Yes, me too. Absolutely. Because yeah. I'm going to take that snail. I'm not going to let it touch me, but I'm going to put it in a thing of bulletproof glass and lock it in a safe. There you go. And then cast that safe into the Mariana Trench. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, I feel like I could head fake uh, and get around a <laughs> snail and bust to the airport and just go live in California for like half a year. Yeah, and I guess then, the problem is, is when you sleep, but you could probably, you could completely and totally seal off your yeah, right. the room you sleep in. Yeah, sure yeah. you can. You just sleep in a vault. You <laughs> like know? what 
This snail's not getting in this vault. It's like you open up the door in the morning to like go get breakfast, and it's like sitting right there waiting on you. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oops, let me just step over you <laughs> and go on about my life. Or since I've already put my boots on, let me stomp you. Yeah. You're not going to die. You're not going to die, but yeah. you're gonna, still going to be yeah. crushed. And you're not touching me. You're touching my boot. <laughs> Take that snail. Yeah. Next question comes from the driver. What adult inspired you the most as a young person? And then why? Excluding parents. Well, I don't know that I had anybody that inspired me. Like, I never really have had idols Mm -hmm. or whatever. You know, I never looked up. I was like, I want to be Michael Jordan or anything like that. Um, There were a lot of adults who were influential in my life, you know, like my scoutmaster, Mr. Lahey or Mr. Nolan and Mr. West, Mr. Cotton and all those people, they, they had a big impact on who I am today, but I don't know that anybody was an inspiration, you know, in that regard. So that's my final answer. All right. Uh, who inspires you as an adult? I'm, I'm the same way, you know, like nobody really, inspires me mm-hmm. i think i hang around a different group of people now in my current role like when i own roly was around college kids all the time which was great i mm-hmm. loved it um they didn't help me improve as an adult any <laughs> you know and the people i hang around with now i think it's the old iron sharp and iron right you know, help you become a better person mm-hmm. I think that's what you should try to do is be around people that help you improve as a person. Right. Some people need inspiration. You know, those people like post inspirational quotes and all that all the time. I'm not that guy. Mm-hmm. I, it's just not me. I'm going to get up and do whatever I got to do because that's what you do in life. And then I'm going to go home and hang out with my friends and family. And inside of that construct, I try to be the best that I can be. And I fail horribly because I'm a horrible human being. So there we go. <laughs> uh, next question comes from That's Our Bobo. If you see Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump both drowning in a pool and you only have the time to save one, what kind of sandwich are you making? <laughs> <laughs> of Texas tuna melt, probably. Yeah. yeah well, that's pepper jack cheese, tuna salad, bacon, onions, avocado, Barbecue sauce grilled with side of I would take barbecue ranch with it, mm-hmm. although on the menu it only came with ranch. I'm going Santa Fe chicken. Okay, that's a good one. That's a <laughs> that's a safe choice. That was the most popular one we sold. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, everybody like I think it's more the name yeah. than anything. Sauce on the side. Yeah, sauce on the side's great. Oh. You should have got some jalapeno ranch. Oh, I, you know what? I think I did. Yeah, jalapeno I ranch. I I Once you unlock yes. that cheat code, mm-hmm. it changes the game. <laughs> Our next question comes from Phil Zoot Suit. What are two truths and a lie about you? Okay. Two truths and a lie about me. I've been bitten by a bat. <laughs> I've been bitten by a shrew. And I've been bitten by a snake. Yeah, that's two truths and a lie. Okay. <laughs> you, y'all can pick which ones you think are true. I think I've told a couple of the stories already. So. <laughs> and then the last question comes from C-Pain. He says, when will there be an Earth Oddity merchandise for common sayings such as that's talking blank with John and Tiny? <laughs> <laughs> Credit to me. People forget. 
And if there, if only there was a way, <laughs> and then also uh, we can cut all that. <laughs> there you go. I'm surprised he didn't throw you no in there since I say that like 800 times. I will an episode. say, uh, I, in, uh, again, the reason no merchandise exists is because I haven't gone to the trouble to like yeah, make we, any. We have a life, we need somebody to handle all <laughs> yes. this for us. But I will say, I have wanted an Earth Oddity People Forget shirt. Like, if we ever make a shirt, that'll be it. That'll be number one. People forget. People forget. <laughs> well, I mean, that could work. But yeah. yeah, we need somebody that'll like run a merch store or something for mm-hmm. us for free. By the way, <laughs> you get you get free merch. We'll give you one of everything. I was about everything say- <laughs> else, you got to buy at cost. I was about to say, you know, I do know, and, and uh, Squirrel, he's told me about this. I've just never actually gone to the trouble of trying to do it. But uh, there's uh, print-on-demand companies. Where yeah, I've seen that. They'll uh, now you don't get nothing. <laughs> like the, I think you might, they might throw you a few bucks here and there, depending yeah. on how much your stuff sells. But yeah, I think you can start set up like a store and just, you know. So maybe <laughs> maybe we'll look into that. All right, well, we got to make all the money. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I need to know. I need to know <laughs> what our gross profit margin is on these t-shirts. Uh, well, I guess that'll do it for questions, John. Okay. But one thing that we have to do before we turn off this free show is we have to thank those who contribute to our Patreon. Yeah, we do. As soon as I log into the show, I love how this catches you by surprise every episode. Every time. <laughs> Not that I got any. I'm not criticizing you. No, I will I'm, say this: I screw everything up, anyways. No, I. Uh, here's the thing: I try to stay logged in to Patreon. Will it log you out after a while? And sometimes it. it yeah. yeah. Every now, every so long, it'll log you out. But then That's when you get logged out, you have to do two factor authentication. Yeah. So I got to go get my email, and I got to come <sighs> back. Well, uh, and we, I got something to talk about a Patreon. I'll never forget. Okay. Okay. Cause I, good, because I got something, too. This isn't, I don't know that anybody will find it interesting, but it happened today, and I haven't told anybody else about it. So Okay. All right. I had a vision. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> all right. I love the sound of that. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll mention it again. Vision. But, uh, yep. All right. We thank all of our patrons so much. We would like to thank, by name, those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And those fine individuals are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Hank Hernandez, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Josh Dodd, Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Todd Glover, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Will. Thank you all so much for everything that you do. And if you would like to become a Patreon, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earthoddity. We have several tiers, but hey, we know what we're worth. The $5 yeah. tier gets you the extended show. Right. Here lately, they've been considerable. This week, it'll be done correctly. <laughs> Hopefully. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Everybody say a prayer. Prayers up. Yes. You Knees can, going down, prayers going up. You can get that at patreon.com slash earthoddity. Extend your oddity. And speaking of extensions, what do we got coming up the extension today? We got a long time topic of sex dolls. Once again, <laughs> okay, they're not going away, people. Uh, I have a story about a local restaurant that's causing a stir in a small community. Okay. And also, I had a vision okay. this past weekend. I love it. That we're going to talk about. Tiny's been hitting the old shroom tea. <laughs> 
I've drugged many a man down. Tiny's my next conquest. You got anything else? No, that's it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Sorry last week was bad. I plugged something in wrong. It's my fault. So um, It may have been my fault, though. I doubt it was. We don't know. Like out of the two of us, if one of us is going to screw up, it's certainly me. It could have been a equipment malfunction too. Maybe though. I mean maybe so, so. Yeah, I don't know, but maybe it was Satan. Yeah, but join the Patreon because that's where all the cool people hang out. Yeah, and Tiny and I are trying to get rich, and we need your help. <laughs> like, We're not, we can't do it by ourselves yeah. for. Less than you could feed an Ethiopian child, you can join our Patreon. Yes. Yes. There you go. And what's that Ethiopian kid done for you? Right. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I think Ethiopia now is pretty sound economically. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think. Okay. I don't know. Well, now there's South American kids. They're still yeah. wanting. Oh, they're yeah, still Guatemala. Want, they're still wanting a handout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We keep building churches in Guatemala and buildings and stuff. Sooner or later, Southern Baptists are going to have Guatemala that's rebuilt. Like, I don't know what they went through, but we're sending people down there all the time. Building them houses with three walls and a roof. Sure. Right. That's all you need. Really? When you get down to it? I've been watching alone. That's all you need. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> you got anything else? I guess that was it. That was the question. I love the fact that we're like, go down there and build, you know, like all these mission trips. And then they're like, yeah, we're still Catholic. You know, like, <laughs> it was all over, like, yeah, no, man, like we're Catholic, like everyone else around me and our grandparents and their grandparents were. But now yeah. you're going to be down here next year to yeah. <laughs> right. build my cousin. Come on, we need a community center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you all so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get it, whether you like to get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on all those. That's right. If you would like to write into the show, like Rob and Monica did this week, yeah. the email address is earthoddity at planetmail.net. Send tiny pictures to post to the Facebook group. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'll, I have nothing better to do. Sure. I'll do that. No, he's already doing everything on this podcast. <laughs> If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. If you would like to check out our show art, we have an Instagram handle that is underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. My bad on not posting the show art this week. <laughs> we also have a Discord server, link in the show notes, and we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? That is 662-493-2059, 662 2059. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. John, you know I'm working nights this week. Yeah, that's right. And Sunday, I, I worked over from seven to three. I came home, you know, ate something, took a shower, took a break, and took a nap because I was going right back in at eleven o'clock. At ten o'clock, my wife came to wake me up for work, mm-hmm. 
And for me, I just heard her banging on the door and screaming my name.